0: Hello, podcast listeners. Welcome to another edition of PWC Connections, the podcast. We're back in the bucket. I'll be one of your hosts. My name is Lamont Henson. I work with the Communications and Community Relations Department. And one of my colleagues, one of my teammates, joining me in the bucket is none other than
1: Nicole
0: Steele. Nicole, what's going on, Nicole?
1: (laughs) I have to tell you, I am so glad I said yes to being in the bucket with you today.
0: I, I love to hear that because it's <laughs> it's kind of a train wreck when people don't want to be here. <laughs> but today we got two guests that do want to be here and we're going to be talking about some upcoming events, uh, some new tools to help uh, businesses or uh, potential clients or vendors that want to do business with PwC, make it easier for them to do that and talk about a department that does a lot of behind-the-scenes work to make things function, and they don't get a lot of spotlight, so we're going to try to take an opportunity to shine the spotlight on them, and that's the procurement department, and joining us today, we have Mr. Mark Kennedy and Ms. Alexi Hasapis, we're going to let them introduce themselves, talk about how long they've been with PwC, what they do with PwC, and you know some other topics that we're going to cover today so who wants to start i just missed the game of rock paper scissors
2: i she won <laughs> yes, well i'm lexi and i work in procurement i'm the local vendor procurement analyst and i have been at pwc a glorious three years
0: has it been that long
2: yeah no it's crazy right
0: right mark your turn
3: mark kennedy eight years of service here right uh, on let's see may 30th mm. wow eight years Eight years, I work as the uh, local vendor, no, local vendor community. <laughs> 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 Risk procurement and contracts analyst. We're in trouble if he doesn't <laughs> even know what his title is. <laughs> it's changed so many times and I keep adding names to it, so I don't really know what I am right now. So
0: yeah. So you're versatile?
3: I'm a versatile team player.
0: Awesome. That's, that's always good yes. to hear. That's right. So let's let's talk about that. Uh, how did things start for you here at PwC and how have they kind of evolved?
3: So I started off here as a DBE compliance officer, and that's Disadvantaged Business Enterprise Compliance Officer. And I was doing all the tracking on city and PWC projects as far as minority participation on those projects. And uh, so I worked there for a while, and then I moved into a procurement supervisor role for four years. And then I graduated to the current position I'm in. Um, I incorporated procurement contracts and risks things such as claims and insurance and things like that. Okay. Um, so I kind of uh, work a different job every day.
0: Lexi, tell us about some of the, what is encompassing your title? So it's a big title.
2: It's, it's an interesting title. I don't know who uh, created it, but um, basically I connect businesses interested in doing business with PwC with PwC opportunities. Okay. So that could be external businesses that haven't done business with PwC that are interested or internal departments that are looking for local vendors for particular opportunities. Gotcha.
0: Now, what is procurement? I mean, we may know what it is, but kind of for the layman who may not understand or who sees the word often, but it's just not familiar, how would you guys break down procurement and purchasing or your department as a whole?
3: So we're the people that go to Walmart and buy what we need for PwC. Okay. Walmart or Amazon.
0: Right. However you
3: want to say it. Uh, but basically we purchase what goods and services are needed for pwc to operate daily
0: so so do you have to identify the need or is it brought to you and then you address it
3: both Um, normally it comes out of the operations side Uh, we have regular needs such as light poles uh, cable water pipe, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's generated, we have a large warehouse. Uh, a lot of those purchases are generated by the minimum and maximum amounts that we need to uh, maintain a good service during uh, storm events and things like that and regular operations. We also have administrative needs, uh, such as accounting needs help, um, Lexi needs help. Everybody <laughs> needs help sometimes to sure. uh, get through projects. And uh, we have anything that uh, you can think of as far as uh, materials are run. Uh, Buildings. We have a lot of facilities throughout uh, Cumberland County to maintain uh, water, wastewater, and electric. So we purchase purchase pretty much everything.
0: So, so for uh, the small business guy, the outsider who has already made it up in their mind that PWC just doesn't want to do business with me, or I'm not big enough. That's why they're not doing business with me. Or it's it's. Who you know, type of thing. How do they figure out the process and get into the pipeline?
2: Well, there are multiple ways. Uh, first, they can always call procurement, 580 6900, and I will answer the phone and gladly talk to you about potential opportunities. And you really business. will. I will, I promise. It's my favorite thing to do. Uh, you can also go on our website, faypwc.com, and look for bid opportunities. That page will have all types of information from how to do business with PwC to PwC list of needs to our formal opportunities, which formal opportunities just mean large opportunities. Could be construction, could be services, could be large, you know, vehicle purchases, could be anything. You can learn a little bit there about how to do business with PwC. Um, you could also go to the Fay Bids website, F-A-Y-B-I-D-S, and learn a little bit more about government contracting in general. Um, but even if you don't think PwC purchases what you, you know, sell, just call and we'll We'll be honest with you. Um, It doesn't hurt us to have a conversation with you. In fact, it would help us because you may also know someone that we could do business with in addition to your own business.
3: Correct. Right. And one of the things that we, and this has kind of evolved since I started here and, and Lexi came on, uh, but it's attending events such as the building business rally events. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, usually we'll have someone there with direct knowledge of what we need. So if that small business calls and says, hey, I, I do uh, loan maintenance, for example, and, but I can't do a large complex, but I could probably do a small substation or something like that, or or a lift station. Then we have opportunities we could work you in to do that. We have fence repairs. We have a lot of different trade jobs that small businesses started out starting out will um, can kind of utilize on. on. And we also have uh, plumber agreements with uh, plumber partnerships. And there's. Uh, Various opportunities that might not be a direct contract with PwC, but a residual type contract uh, where you respond to, let's say, a sewer backup or something like that. So it's good to get that knowledge, uh, attend events, uh, come to our community outreach events. And uh, that's a good place to get more knowledgeable of how to do business with PwC.
0: Now, you just touched on it, uh, the building business capacity workshop. Now, we're recording this on May 24th. And the we're actually going to have an event tomorrow, Tuesday. But this, this event has some history to it. And it also expands beyond just tomorrow's event. Talk a little bit about the building business concept.
2: So the building business rally was an in-person event started, I think, around 2016, 2017. It was the city of Fayetteville, PwC. And it was um, different departments inviting certain vendors to meet to talk about opportunities. It has grown substantially. the 2020 event where we had about 14 participating uh, government agencies about 400 businesses in attendance and because of covid we've had to go virtual which we are very appreciative of the chamber hosting the virtual events which are the building business capacity events Um, however pwc has a strategic priority to increase local vendor capacity and engagement so we try to attend all of those types of events outreach events We will do more virtual obviously in the um, upcoming future, not just May 25th, but after our CIP and everything is voted on um, and adopted, we will have a more specific event for specific projects, uh, projects like annexation, for instance, that we do annually, or maybe we're gonna build a building or something like that. We'll have a specific outreach event just for those types of opportunities. Um, But anytime we can, we really do try to get the word out to businesses. Um, I think the biggest, I guess, reason for businesses to go to these types of events is everyone that's aware of PwC knows what we do pretty much. However, we don't know of every business. Um, and if we don't know about you, we don't know to ask you for a quote. We don't know to put you on our bidder's list, so on and so forth. So the more information we can get from the business community during these types of events, the better.
3: And just to add on that, Abby mentioned I um, Lexi mentioned about the the uh, budget being approved, that outlines what we're trying to do yearly. So we're trying to be proactive into telling people what's out there before the budget's approved. That way it's not a um, knee-jerk reaction and we're trying to get bids real quick. That right. way the cust- uh, the contractors out there are getting ready for,
0: right. An um, for those opportunities. Yeah.
1: Well, and one of the things that I like about the workshops or any of the in-person things that we were doing before COVID Now, I feel like it not only helps those businesses work with us, but it helps them figure out partnerships that they can have with other businesses in the community because you might not be thinking about how you can work with someone that provides a different service. um, But when you get to talking with those folks, you're like, wow, there's an opportunity there that I never thought about before.
3: Absolutely. Yeah, and the most successful businesses that I've seen uh, go throughout and do work with us are niche businesses. Mm -hmm. They can find a little... uh, that they can do for a prime contractor or for us, um, that's simple and they're very good at, and they can do it at a low cost and high quality. And those those type businesses are very uh,
0: successful. successful. And word of mouth yep.
1: is going to get them far correct, too. Correct. Correct.
0: Yeah. Now, for an event like this, if uh, you want to maximize the, the the opportunity or the businesses that will be there. Do you guys have any advice for someone? Uh, I, I, and this is virtual, so I know it's different yeah, so than the in-person thing.
3: Are you talking advice for the rally? Well, um, to
0: get prepared for the workshop and to, to maximize the event.
2: Well, I think any virtual event, um, A, come to as many as you can, right? It's it's easier because it's virtual. For, for instance, you can go to multiple events during the day. However, you know, make sure you have some good contact information to share in a chat box not just your name and your business, but your contact information and maybe a quick blurb or your elevator pitch, if you will, in the chat box. Um, a lot of these times, uh, if you've registered for an event, they will email you, everyone who has chatted or asked a question from those events. Also, uh, I always find it helpful. I'm one of those people that love uh, logo. PWC shirt because you can always tell when you're looking at an event who someone works with. I think sometimes it's really hard when you've got a bunch of little boxes everywhere and it's just people's faces and you're like, I forgot that guy in a red shirt. What did he do? Mm -hmm. You know, so sometimes that's also good to always brand yourself with your business. Um, Very similar to how an in-person event would be when you're seeing 400 businesses at once during the in-person event, sometimes you forget like, okay, what was that guy? Who was that? And It's a business card in a virtual event. You know, there are screenshots, there's all kinds of things going on. And, you know, you always want to be remembered by the host organization. Um, And like Nicole said, If I know that you're doing something that my business might need, it also helps me make that secondary connection as well. So I think being prepared and and being able to speak about what you do or your primary focus in your business in a very succinct manner is very helpful.
0: So if you guys wanted to get any more uh, tips, resources, advice uh, I would suggest going to Faye Bids, FAYBIDS, Bids, F A Y B I D S. It's my com. favorite
1: thing on the planet. <laughs> I am not joking.
0: Do you know anything about it?
1: I know a little bit
0: about it. Well, why am I doing <laughs> the, the promo for it? Tell us about FAYBIDS.
1: So this is something that um, we agreed to host for those um, other uh, organizations in the community that we were partnering with to do the very first BBRs that were in person to be like a hub for housing information on how to do business with all of these entities. And then it includes, um, sometimes Lexi sends me things about workshops that NCDOT is doing or anything like that, that can help all of our businesses um, in our, in our area. Um, We, we try to put that out there. So it's a really good resource. If you're looking for any information on how to contract with these folks, um,
3: that's right. It yeah. has a link for every municipality. Yep, that in too. In Hoke and Cumberland County, which will save you a thousand clicks. So, <laughs> I mean, that, <laughs> that that's true. one of the reasons I created this uh, this uh, uh, URL address. It's because I would go out into the field and and give seminars, but it's so hard to give you a simple web address without putting a backslash and blah blah blah. And so, pay bids.
0: I mean, am I, am on. I hearing this correctly? You started hey. this.
3: Owner and op- not operator.
0: I, think. <laughs> I, I have you both in the same but room. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I mean,
0: yeah. See, partnerships
1: work That's in all right. sorts of That's ways.
3: Right.
0: <laughs> okay, so uh, one more topic. We got a new portal, and I'm understanding this is going to help make things easier. Um, it's going to help vendors find us and, and find out what needs are are needed, and and, and kind of just make the process easier. It's called I Supplier. Tell us about it.
3: So iSupplier is our vendor uh, portal where we can register new suppliers as well as suppliers can log in and, and update their address, uh, contact information. Everything's Eventually, digital. That's, Everything's that's digital. correct. Uh, uh,
0: kind of streamlines
1: vets. the process that's a little right.
3: bit. It's, and it goes to our other tenants that we've been working on, so making things streamlined. Uh, before, we had an online uh, type form-fillable form um, application. And now it's more, we get it right when it happens. Uh, we can review it, approve it. You can upload the the W-4, uh, things like that, W-9, W-4, W-9 form and things like that. Uh, you can upload your uh, capability statement as well as insurance information. Those things that give you hurdles as a business whenever you um, try to work with an organization. You can have it all there. You can monitor your purchase orders and invoice uh that work that you completed for us so it's our way of uh, trying to make things more electronic more streamlined so you could get paid as quick as you do the work everybody wants to get paid it's a pretty good deal yeah i mean we have small hurdles uh web browser problems things like that but uh we've been able to work the things out where we can make it uh vendor friendly
0: how do how do how are you guys making the vendors aware to to get into the portal
2: Well, it is definitely listed on our website. So when you go to faypwc.com under procurement, you'll see two different places where you can go to the portal. Um, And also one thing I wanted to mention when Mark was talking about all the things vendors can do, they can also mark themselves local. So if they have a local presence in uh, Cumberland, Hoke, or Harnett County, you can mark local. And now we know that you're local. Um, Before it was a little bit of a challenge. It was just one of us had to know you had a local presence um, because sometimes we're dealing with businesses that, might have a headquarters in Milwaukee, mm-hmm. but they actually have a, bu- a building right down the street from us. Um, yeah. And there's no way to really annotate that in a system. So now we have that, you know, opportunity. And then eventually when we have enough vendors um, registered in the system, we'll have a searchable directory. And that will be amazing for departments looking for local businesses
1: to do business with.
0: Okay. I, I think I'm going to be a vendor and not supplier. I some well, vendors I mean,
1: there. if you haven't gone in there and checked it out, Please do. Yeah,
3: And we get uh, better reporting. And like Lexi said, uh, great demographic information because you're the one putting it in. It's not some person that's trying to call around and Google you. You right. can put that stuff uh, live in the system.
0: So I've been listening to podcasts. I've, I've caught this episode. I'm a vendor. And now I'm trying to get in contact with PWC's procurement. How would I do that?
2: Uh, will you go on our website? Uh, faypwc.com. You could call me, uh, 580-6900. Uh, you could email us. You could do, well, gosh, we've got a hundred different ways you can contact us, um, but we're pretty uh, responsive because we really do want to connect as many local businesses with PwC opportunities as possible.
3: That's right, and you can go to our website. Uh, and you go to the PwC main website, click on business procurement, and it has all the links there for you to, if you want to do business with us.
0: And you guys do uh, a weekly e-blast also where you're constantly keeping your your group informed on what's happening.
2: Yes, you can sign up for the, um, the mailing list. I always forget about that. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> you can sign up for that on our PwC website as well, and we'll send out a weekly email with all kinds of things, um, not just procurement related, but for instance, if you have a small business and you need assistance with I don't know, COVID-related capital or you need loans or you're looking for bonding or anything like that, we have links to the SBTDC at Fayetteville State that will help you in general with your business but also with government contracting. And coming up in July, um, they will be specifically referring clients to PwC. So anyone interested in doing business with PwC can also go to Fayetteville State and receive some free business assistance as well.
0: Wow, that's a good thing to know. All right, we got anything else, Nicole?
1: Nope, I think that about wraps it up.
0: All right, so tomorrow, May 25th, if you just so happen to catch this, because we're going to put it out today. We're having the Building Business Capacity Workshop from 12 to 1. It's virtual. It's free to all businesses. There's still time to register. Uh, Lexi, are you looking forward to anything in particular tomorrow?
2: I'm looking forward to the fact that we have procurement professionals that are going to be hosting the event instead of me. So you'll actually get to speak to our procurement manager and our senior procurement advisor. And they're going to talk to you more about their day-to-day activities, how those decisions are made and what type of projects are coming up. Um, I think sometimes businesses really value talking to the decision makers and tomorrow that's what they get to do.
0: Yeah, It's an opportunity to kind of have a seat at the table, to play your face card, to network, to figure out how to make your business better. All right. We want to thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of PWC Connect. I feel like strumming a guitar. Right.
1: <laughs> Something. We need some sort of sound effects.
0: <laughs> thank you guys for tuning thank in you. to this episode. I want to thank our guests, Mark and Lexi. Thank you all for joining us thank and for and being me. willing to help us out whenever we reach out to you guys. You guys are great.
2: Anytime.
0: Nicole, thank you for being flexible and joining me in this little old tight, cramp, stinky bucket. To help us get this episode done. And I want to thank the listeners. Please continue to listen to PWC Connections wherever you listen to podcasts, Google, Apple, Spotify. And follow us on our social media accounts, F-A-Y-P-W-C. For Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, Nextdoor, you name it. All right, that's it. We'll see you next time. We're out.